10, 15, 20, <laughs> 25, 30, 35, 40. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome into the CHGO Bulls Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download their app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Joined by my guy, Big Dave. Bow, bow. BWL Sports. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Uh, Will's off this afternoon, but he and our guy Mark A will have a fresh HQ in y'all's feeds tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that. And filling it for Joey, we got Sarah on the production controls. What's up, Sarah? Hey. Hello, hello, hello. <sighs> I feel like it's been a minute since we've been in Studio B. It's been a minute since we've been in B, man. It's I know. I had to redo it like three times. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I felt like she had th- she wedged a third chair in here because she thought Will was going to be here with us. Oh, today. okay. Impressive. I was just I was just reading what the sheet said and. Uh-huh. It, it lied to me. It's all right. How's how's, how's uh, Mama Sarah doing? Is she good? Ma- Mama Sarah is doing she good. good? Yeah, right. yeah. She's uh, she's busy these okay. days. Yeah. I met Mama Sarah at the uh, dra- at the draft party. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Right on. She's awesome. Yeah, Sue Susan. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I just like Mama Sarah. I like saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but we tight now. Me and her tight, of course. You know what, what? I'm saying? Of course. There's a there's a shocker. She's invited me over. Big Dave out. made a new friend. <laughs> Call the press. <laughs> <laughs> She's awesome, man. That's an awesome lady, man. Straight up. Well, obviously, she raised a wonderful child. Exactly what I told her. Uh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. We'll talk about the revealing of the All-NBA teams that happened last night leading up to the playoff action, and we'll talk about that playoff action that happened. But we wanted to start first with an interview uh, that got released yesterday morning from Sham Sharanya and Stadium, who had a chat to chat chance to chat with Derek Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know about you, Dave. I just loved the setting of the interview because it looked like <laughs> D Rose was riding in some fancy like van kind yeah. of Uber yeah. and just like, like, I don't know how he had mounted his phone or whatever, but it was impressive. It was just like, he was riding from somewhere awesome to somewhere awesome, probably because he's Derek Rose. Yeah, seriously. Um, I think it was actually while they were down in Miami for games three and four. That makes sense. But makes because sense. sadly D Rose is not in the rotation for this next team. He's probably just like hanging out and having a great time. I mean, he looks happy to me. He does. <laughs> he looks very happy. He had his seatbelt on. You know what I'm saying? Safety first kids. Always. So yeah, but no, it was, it was really cool to see it in that way and just, Honestly, let me know just how far we've come just as in life in general. Like, you can do interviews with athletes while they're in their car yeah. riding somewhere, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's come a long way, and it's really cool to see. Uh, Jelly, I'm sorry that our D-Rose uh, Addy Zeros are not on the table. Studio B, baby. It's a smaller set. We don't have a coffee table to yeah. fit into the camera shot here I at Studio B. I can't put my feet on the table. You don't see me complaining right. The coffee it, table man. here is actually used to mount our monitor so exactly. that we can see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But they're over there. They're there. They're, they're still there. In spirit. Uh, Dino said D. Rose with that new cap looking smooth AF. Yeah, you look cool, bro. What, ca- what cap was he wearing in the interview? I don't remember. Kind of like a koofy, you know what yeah. I mean, that he had on. He, he just looked cool. You know I, mean, I mean, he did. He just looked, He's D. Rose. Also, you know it, like... I don't know about you, it took me a minute, but I have now fully gotten used to and embraced the D-Rose hairstyle. Oh, it took you a second? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, right. just for the longest time, you know, just like short hair D-Rose, young D-Rose. Yeah. And then like mid-stage career D-Rose was just yeah. like sort of like medium-sized Afro D-Rose. Yeah, yeah, and I liked yeah. all that. And then like all of a sudden it was like, whoa, D-Rose has these really long, you know, braids. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but now it's he's had them long enough now. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's D-Rose. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's vet 
That is veteran wisdom D Rose. Correct. That is exactly the word, sir. He looks wiser now. Wisdomous. Wisdomous. <laughs> the most wisdomous of the wisdomous. Uh, he was sharing a lot of that wisdom yes. in this chat with Shams. They covered a lot of ground. They did. But one of the first things that Shams asked him about was the fact that Isaiah Thomas, another Chicago hoops legend, your boy, said that D Rose is the best hooper to come out of Chicago. That's what he as said. As far as NBA players are concerned. Uh, and. Shams asked D-Rose his response to that, and he said, if you don't mind, Sarah, to put that quote up there, it's still kind of weird when people say that I'm number one because we're all in that melting pot together. That's what the kids see. They can see somebody that's offensively minded, somebody that's defensively minded from Chicago. In most places, you don't see that. Mm -hmm. And then he went and named some examples mm -hmm. of Chicago hoopers who were both of those, you know, either of those things. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really cool to me that he when thinking about the answer was talking about it through the lens of how kids see like sort of like Chicago basketball role models, Dave. I like the way you said that. Um, and it's true because he's right. Like you look at it and I didn't even think of it again. This is some wisdom stuff that he's saying. Cause I never even thought of it in that kind of vein of, Oh man, the kids are looking at us being two way players. And that's kind of how they respond. I just always looked at thought like you were just looking at your favorite player. Yeah. Like, no, they're looking and they're studying you yeah. and they want to be like you on the court. So they're learning all parts, all facets of the game of basketball. And I like that. I mean, he mentioned, uh, he mentioned Wade, he mentioned Pat Bev, you know, all those guys, Anthony Davis is another one, you mm -hmm. know, of those guys that you think of when that comes up. And just the fact that he's even in that uh, sphere is true, and the fact that he's number one, yeah, is true because he's right. It doesn't matter. It's listen. There's a, I mean, a list ridiculously long of great players that came from this city. Mark Aguirre. I go on and on and on. KG. But, K, yes, just it's so many. Yeah. Michael Finley. Like yeah. it's just so many. Kendall Gill. For mm -hmm. God's sake. But he is the one that really truly did live the dream. Yeah. Of everybody. And that's what Isaiah said. Chicago. Yes, exactly what he said, and he's absolutely right. Because Isaiah is beloved as he is in Detroit, but he was never going to get it like that here because he was in competition. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Kendall Gill got to come back, but he was, you know, a little older and more retired, but right. he still got to come back and do it. But it wasn't the same. Derrick Rose, you got to just grow with him. Right. Right from grade school, straight from and high school. Number right one pick. Year. Yeah. Rookie of the year. Yeah. Second year All-Star. Yeah. Third season MVP. <laughs> As crazy. a product of Chicago for the Bulls. That's the dream. That's the dream when you're sitting up in the 300s. Like, man, I would love to do this, man. It would be so cool if I could be on that court just leading my team. He really did truly live the dream, and he embodied, like, every kind of player from Chicago. That toughness, that heart, yeah. that grittiness, combined with just ridiculous athleticism. And, uh, look, we, we don't know what D. Rose's plan is for this upcoming offseason. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Knicks season isn't quite over yet. They forced a game six. We'll talk about that later. But uh -huh. um, the, the Knicks have a team option that maybe they'll pick up and maybe they'll decline, and maybe D. Rose will be a free agent. People have talked about when and if D. Rose comes and does sort of a retirement tour season back mm -hmm. in a Bulls jersey. Most Bulls fans would love to see that happen. Yes. Uh, but Shams also asked him about, to that end, maybe someday seeing his name and number hanging in the rafters of the United Center. Mm -hmm. uh, and on that, he said, I really haven't thought about it. He said, the idea is cool. Uh, but he, he mentioned that his son's grandfather was talking to him about it recently and saying that, that if that happens, it's not about you. It's about your family. Mm -hmm. It's about your mom. It's mm -hmm. about your son, PJ. Mm -hmm. Uh and, and the fact that Derek was like, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah, it'll be cool yeah. if it happens, but it's probably something that will be more important and meaningful 
to my family to be there with me and watch something that cool happen. You know what was great when when he was answering that was you saw the shy D Rose come out of him mm-hmm. immediately. Because he was like, saying? oh man, I, I thought about it. I got to go out there in the middle <laughs> right. of the court and talk to all those fans. <laughs> you just saw it fly right out of him, dog. Like, yep, that's the D Rose we know right there. Yep. He's not like talking in front of crowds, dog. He'll talk. If you yeah. listen to it, he will talk and he will, he is very insightful, like you said, right. all the wisdom. But when he's got to get around all those people, mm-hmm. all those cameras, it's, it's, it's shut down city. It's you know like D Rose making his entrance as an all star starter <laughs> with yeah, LeBron yeah, and Dwight yeah. Howard and the rest of those exactly. guys just clowning around. And D Rose just calmly and quietly just walks up and exactly. he's like, All right, I made hit my mark. Exactly. I'm not exactly. talking, I'm not dancing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all he talked about. Like, man, I got to stand up in front of center court, talk to all these he people. He doesn't like being the fans. center of attention. He don't like it, man. And But I mean, that's the stuff that comes with being great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing that happens. But I'm sure he'll kind of get over that. I'm sure it'll be an emotional moment for him, too. Yeah. When it happens, because it's, it's going to happen. I'm sure it'll be an emotional moment for him. Uh, of course, Joakim will be there. I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll have all his guys there. Look at this dude. Like, like I'm sure he'll be there and, and all that. But And that will probably help yeah. know, a lot. But, yeah, the point about his kids is true. Like, it's about that legacy of taking um, – who did he say said that to him? His grandfather. His, or his uh, son's, son's grandfather. grandfather. So my yeah. guess would be uh, PJ's mom's yes. father. Yes. So um, just imagine that. Like your kid go back when he's like 20 years old. Yeah. You can always look up and just have a reminder of that in the United Center, dog. Like, yeah, my dad was that dude. Like, how do we know? Well, he's <laughs> right there. You know what yeah. I mean? That's how I know. So, yeah, it's really cool, man. And I, I can't wait to see that. We haven't had one in quite a long time. Right, happened, yeah. So he's primed up and ready for it, man. So and yeah. I, I uh, it, it's kind of interesting to think about. And I, I agree with you. Like as stingy as the Bulls are with Jersey retirements, D Rose is going to get his number yeah. up there. Yeah, it's going. Down. Those of us who also want Joe Kim's number up there next to D Rose, I think it's going. I don't know whether we'll get there or not. That's but my like, personal opinion. Even as stingy as the, as the Bulls as an organization are as far as their retirements, it's going to happen. And the funny thing is, it's kind of already been quasi-retired because yeah. you're not seeing anybody wear number one. No. Okay. Like, you know, <laughs> D-Rose is still active, but they could still, while D-Rose is playing for other NBA teams, just be like, nobody's wearing number one. Nobody. They could have done it already. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, D-Rose wasn't a three-time champion, as was MJ when they retired his, but they retired his number, put it back up, and then he was like, I'm back, and then it brought it back down. Brought it right back down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way it's going to work. No one can wear that number. I, I've, it's more of a violation to wear that number than it is to wear 23 in some instances. Remember when Michael Carter Williams was briefly a bull and bulls fans were preemptively freaking out about it. They're like, you better not let that dude wear number one. I remember when they signed Dragic and they put out the posters of him wearing a number one jerk because that was his number. Right. And it was like, no, no bulls fans were insane. dog. Nobody can wear that number dog. Like it just, you can't do it. So if it's already retired there, it's just a formality now, man. So we're just waiting to see what happens. But yes, I, I agree with everything he had to say about as far as the effect on his kids. It would have uh, how it's just not for him anymore because after you put it out there, it doesn't belong to you yeah. anymore when it comes to basketball. Any kind of art that you do, it's like that. Once you put it out, it's not yours. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's for people to interpret and and do what they want with it. And we just want to you know praise him, man, and, and show him some love that he deserves. Yeah. Um Another one of my favorite parts of his chat with Shams, and I'm guessing it was one of your favorite parts too, Dave, Okay, is when Shams asked him about Jimmy and this Jimmy ah. Tibbs showdown in the conference <laughs> semifinals right now, and asking about if he 
in the earlier years uh, uh, of his you know teammate relationship with Jimmy saw this level of greatness within Jimmy and D Rose was like very reflective yeah. and then internalized it yeah. and sort of made this comparison of guys who get to the league and have such higher expectations within themselves mm -hmm. than the average person around them, whether it be coaches, teammates, media, fans, yeah. see for them as yeah. a player. And uh, it, it was just so beautiful the way he talked about it. It was. It, it was basically, it's like, and this is just my interpretation, basically saying a lot of people didn't really think Jimmy was going to be what Jimmy was going to be, but it didn't matter because Jimmy thought he was going to be that. Right. And he, I love the uh, way he used his uh, own uh, MVP uh, saying with it. He was like, even my mama, I don't, right. even, I don't think my yeah. mom even believed. There, you know there's the quote, thank you, Sarah, saying, even with me saying I was going to win MVP, nobody believed. My mom probably didn't even believe it, <laughs> but I believed it. Yeah. That belief, you're the only one that can know not believe, but you know what you have inside you. See, that's that wisdom is. And for him to even say that about his mom, I mean, yeah. who, Brenda Rose, who he thanked tearfully in his MVP acceptance speech, for him to say like, yeah, she probably didn't even see this yeah. coming. Seriously. But I knew. Exactly. I freaking knew. Because mm -hmm. your mom will support you. Sure. Things. So yes, you're, yes. I believe in you, honey. You can do that. I believe in you. <laughs> But in his heard heart Sarah Peck say that a million times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Mama Sarah has said it to her a million oh, times. You, you know, know Susie's talking about that. You know she done dropped that on her a million times, man. But it's a, it's up to you if you believe it. It doesn't matter what somebody says. It's about what you believe. And he truly believed it. And you saw it in his eyes. If you go back and watch that interview, as many times as I've watched that interview, yeah. he was you can dead see it serious. in his face, dog. <laughs> he was dead, he was dead serious. serious. So Jimmy... Is dead serious, just in the way that he worked. Nobody worked like Jimmy, dog. Like, yeah. Jimmy works, all right? That's what he does in the offseason, during the All-Star break, which is why he don't like the All-Star game, because he want to go work some more or and relax. He don't want to mm -hmm. play. But, yeah, man, he, he bet on himself more than any player I can really recall in my memory here in Chicago. Bet on himself and got the most out of himself than anybody, dog. That anybody really could have believed, but it doesn't surprise Jimmy. And that's the key. Yeah. I it it got me thinking back to just, you know, Derek talking about that that drive for greatness that was within him and he could see it also within Jimmy. Back to that, you know, like when when Jimmy's stardom was ascending at the same time as D Rose was going through some injury stuff and yeah. obviously frustrating stretch of his career. All of a sudden, all of those reports and and not even reports, but speculations were flying around about like, oh, there's there's tension and there's this growing, you know, divisiveness within the Bulls locker room and maybe some resentment. I remember. Um, I, I don't know if I ever fully believed that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like by the time that the Bulls decided to trade Derek, it was more so just about that, like it, they had all gone through a lot mm -hmm. as an organization and a player who was the face of that organization with all these various injuries that like it was time to move on and Jimmy was still there to sort yeah. of take that mantle. Yeah. I, I, I am genuinely curious what their personal relationship is presently and, and, and how significant or, or mi minor it is. Cause you don't really hear about it often. Like that's the first yeah. time I heard Jimmy, you know, or Derek talking about Jimmy and, a while. You're right. I, you know what? I think you'll see some of it when this series is over from the Heat and Knicks. Yeah. You know what I mean? When those, you know, handshakes and things are given out. I'll be looking at that like, is him and Derek going to do it? Hey, Cody! <laughs> hey, Cody! 
Cody's outside, y'all. Just saying what's up to him. But <laughs> it, you'll, I think you'll see it then. You know what I mean? When, when those guys are handshaking and saying what's up and the high fives and all those things. But it's weird. It felt like their relationship, people tried to make it something, and they were just like, what the hell are y'all talking about? Like, every single time. Like, oh, no, Jimmy doesn't feel like he should be the man D-Rose should go. Yeah. D-Rose doesn't like Jimmy. And, and every time, both of them was just like, no, no, nah, we guy. cool. Yeah, like we we may not be best friends, right. but we like we cool. Like the, the, this dude, I I know what I know because of him. And D Rose, like we couldn't be where we are because without Jimmy. So it just seemed like it was more put on it than they uh, actually believed mm-hmm. was was the case. But who knows, man? But if for me, just outside looking in, it just looked like those guys have a respect. I ain't saying they lovey dovey, right? You know, hanging out every single where like that, like him and Joe Keem or something. Or, you know, but it does right. seem like they had a mutual respect for each and other. And my educated guess as to all of that is any tension that did exist was actually from Joe Keem standing up and speaking out on behalf of D Rose. Because mm. he was like, hey, man, like D Rose is the leader of this team. You know, I follow his lead, but he doesn't speak. He never wants to speak up for himself. How many times did Joe Keem defend jo- Derek Tons. to the press, to whoever yeah. else, Tons. about the injury, about not coming back, right. when he was being pressured to play, all that stuff? Joaquin was probably the one who came in and saw this this growing bravado and ego within Jimmy and was like, hey, man, check yourself real quick. Yeah. Like, this is still our squad. And by that, I mean, this is still Derek's squad. (laughs) Correct. And I'm glad you said, because I was going to mention Joaquin. And and it felt like that, too, uh, when he was acting that way. But it didn't feel that between Derek and Jimmy. Like, I remember even when Derek got traded to New York. Uh, just Jimmy Butler putting out, you know what I'm saying, the, the post he put it out about Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, dude, no, dude, I love this guy. Like, y'all don't even understand where I wouldn't be in my career without this young man. Right. Without learning from him and watching him and what he did for us. So he learned a lot of stuff from him, especially leadership-wise uh, as well. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, man, I, I think they're cool. I don't think they're best of friends, but I think they're cool and there's a respect there, and that's what's important. Yeah. Uh, last thing I want to touch on in this interview with D. Rose is uh, this chess tournament yeah. that they're doing an event at Summer League in mm-hmm. Vegas in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shams asked him about that too. And I was not all that familiar with this side yeah. of Derek's life or this yeah. story that uh, the, of what he's been working on off the court. Like uh, this philanthropic chess organization that he's been slowly cultivating mm-hmm. i didn't even know that he was obsessed with playing chess yeah and and not just like as a recently new hobby in his adult years he was talking about how he started playing chess in like middle school yeah, I, yeah. maybe that's a detail i somehow missed or forgot from when but did you did you remember that or know that about Derek? I mean, no, but I don't think it's surprising because Derek isn't a guy that's gonna just completely let you in I, yeah you know that's, what i'm saying so i understand it's, he probably has a bunch of other things about him we, yeah. we just don't understand but um, I guess as he's gotten older and that wisdom has grown, you know, he and he's gotten more comfortable with things, he lets a little stuff out. And this was probably a big one for him, which is chess, which is a thinking man's game. Um, and, yeah, the festival that he came up, I love the name. Chestival. <laughs> I really enjoy that. He called it the Chestival. Chestival. I, I really like that. That's awesome. Happening in the Summer League, man, and it seems like a cool thing, you know, yeah. because it doesn't exist, right. you know, within the NBA. Because Chris Paul has the bowling. Right. You know, I remember he was having, like, bowling tournaments every year all the time. Mm-hmm. Nobody was a having A lot of them play chess. cards. A lot of them play yeah. dominoes. Yes, correct. But nobody was doing chess. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the fact that he's doing that is really cool. 
You know what I mean? And the love that he has for it, because you saw it when he spoke about it. Right. And, well, and you you said the word, a thinking, the phrase, a thinking man's game. Mm-hmm. He spoke about that. Uh, he said, talking about where they're bringing this, this love of chess and, and this uh, charitable uh, organizing that they're doing, he said, not only going and doing it in schools, but going to penitentiaries, mm. trying to put up programs, trying to get kids to critically think. Mm. Instead of, in the areas that I grew up in, most of the time when kids are critically thinking, it's to cause harm mm. on someone else. Mm. And mm. I was like, Wow. Mm. That is really beautiful and Wisdomous. insightful. Wisdom is. Wisdom is. <laughs> Wisdom is. Um, because he's right. It is a thinking man's game. Correct. Chess is very hard. Yeah. I've always been terrible at it because I have one thought at a time, if that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think eight or nine steps ahead. You play chess, sir? I was just about to say, I've actually been playing chess since I was like four years old. Wow. Yeah. I love chess. Are you, uh, I played wow. chess in college a little bit. I did like the intermittal or intramural, whatever they're called. Really? Like the chess Were you thing. intramural yeah. champions? No, not at all. What, what are they I, called? I got chess? my ass kicked. A, a grand champion or something like that? I don't even know. It was like a dorm building thing we all did. And I got my ass kicked because I didn't yeah. realize how many, how, I mean, people actually do play chess like very competitively, competitively oh, yeah. and like oh, are yeah. very good about like, it. I don't know about yeah. you, but like chess club was a big deal at my public school. I'm sure oh, yeah. Yeah, but, oh, yeah. One of my buddies was like, he was like nationally ranked or whatever on the chess team. It's a very team. cool chess sport. Yeah, yeah, my nephew plays chess, man. He's He's a thinking man. You know, shout out to him, man. He's Phi Beta Kappa. Shout out to him. Um, <laughs> but he plays chess. He loves yeah. it. And yeah. I'm sure he'll kick my ass in it if I ever decide to sit down and play against him. But yeah. Yeah. It's a thinking man's game, man. I, I mean, uh, my buddy who was a, a, like elite chess player on our chess team in uh, in high school, like he stopped playing against me because he was like, I beat you in three turns every time. This is boring. <laughs> Damn. One time, <laughs> one time I played his little sister who he had taught to play chess. And this is like when she was five and we were 15 or 16. Like he was his much younger, do- uh, do- much younger sister. Hmm. As a 15 or 16 year old high school kid, I lost to his five-year-old sister <laughs> at chess. <laughs> It's all right, man. You didn't know the game. You didn't know. I knew where the pieces moved on the board. Hey. And how. Tell him, tell him to pick up the sticks and get on Madden with me, boy. Yeah. <laughs> See what happens then. I, I was very better in that, too. See what happens this, then. This is very cool that Derek is doing this. Very cool. Very uh, because cool. it's unique. As you were saying, like, this, this is not this is not something yeah. most anybody else is doing. I, you know, we're probably going to be heading to Vegas for summer league in a couple yes, of months. Yes. I want to go see if we can snoop around this event uh, and, and just see what's going on. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it because what well, one Derek Rose might be there. We right. Might get a chance to say what's up Two, anywhere he'd be, you know, Joe King might be. So that might happen as well. So I'm not against it. I'm not against going to the festival in Vegas and seeing what's up, man. And Dude, hopefully we get to run the D Rose. That'd be cool. Party with Derek and Joe in Vegas. I don't I have no uh <laughs> objection to any of this. This sounds cool. Just as long as you know I gotta be security for Matt. Don't make me be security the whole time. Security for the group of us to protect <laughs> all of us. You know what because I mean. <laughs> by then we're all gonna be best friends. Yeah, but your idea of best friends is not everybody's idea of best friend. Matt, put Joe King down. <laughs> Matt, quit trying to sit on his lap. <laughs> like, leave him alone, Matt. All right. Do not follow him to the Amen. bathroom. Like, come on, man. It's all right. He's coming back, Matt. I don't wanna, I don't know. I don't know if he's coming back or not. Matt, he's coming back. Come sit down, please. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I don't want to do. <laughs> See, I'm laughing. There's truth in what I'm saying. There's truth in what I'm saying. Crazy person. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you have to be a crazy person. <laughs> 
I'm perfectly sane. Uh, Chris in the comments said chess is hard, but checkers is a real man's game. Uh, I think it's the other way around. Actually. Yeah, it's the other way around, which is why I'm good in checkers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I can play checkers all day. Oh, yeah, I can do checkers. And dominoes. I, I get in your ass in dominoes. Um, and dominoes I, 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 are kind of hard, not going to lie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I you have to, do you have to balance them and make them stand up? Oh, no, 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 no. Not that dominoes. Not like, I'm talking is, about the actual game of dominoes. You I'm know? thinking yeah, of the, yeah, the, the dominoes. I'm numbers. like, that's actually kind of hard to balance yeah. those. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I think that's hard. <laughs> no, a lot of NBA players oh, are really man. into playing like that's the awesome. dominoes, like flat out on a table yes. dominoes and oh, have like see. really nice like carrying cases and Correct. we'll take them on road trips Correct. and stuff. My brain's not developed yet. I didn't yeah. know what that it's was. It's all right. I'll, I will happily <laughs> teach you, man. I, I love the game of dominoes. I think you'd be good. You know uh, math, right? Yeah. No, I actually haven't done math since freshman year of college. What? How does that? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I stare it, at yeah. spreadsheets of NBA stats every day, okay. if that counts as that math. Counts. But no, that counts. You're a math person, though. Like, you know numbers. <laughs> yeah, see, that's how I feel. I'm just like, <laughs> if I could avoid it, I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine, sir. <laughs> You'll be fine. I got I you. only took I two you. math courses in college to get whatever credits I needed in that field to get my degree, but mm. and yeah. struggled my way through math classes in high school. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, math, like after uh, uh, geometry, I was done. <laughs> when you went to trig, I was trig? like, nope. Nah, letters, nope. Is this are, we, are is this Latin or math? I don't understand right. what's yeah, going I'm on good. here. I'm good. Just give me the answers. I'll work backwards <laughs> from that and see if I can fool my teacher. Got to got to show your work, Dave. Yeah, here's a hint. It didn't work. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back and dive into the All NBA selections that we learned about last night. While we're doing that, do us a simple, easy favor: hit that thumbs up button if you're watching along on YouTube live or catching the replay. And of course, make sure you subscribe to the CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Big Dave, what do we got? Sarah, what time is it? It's game time. Oh, I didn't Sarah. know this was right. She remembered the game time. You remember the game time? She but forgot the hoop. She forgot the oh, hoop. Oh, it's game time. Who? Thank you. Hoops. Man, remember this? You remember that I discussion? We that was like two discussion? weeks ago. Yeah, that was, that was a long time ago. And you were like, I'm not forgetting this ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and then so, you went and played chess, and, and then it I know was, my brain. Out. It's all right, man. We it's distracted right. her. <laughs> <laughs> no. I will not take that blame, sir. She's still awesome, though. And you're awesome. And so because you're awesome, you get to get deals. And you can get you some deals from the Game Time app. Because buying tickets to your favorite events should never be stressful. And Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Yes, you. Killer deals. With la- I don't know why I did it. On last minute <laughs> tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped over the fun that you and yours are about to have. They got the flash deals and the last minute tickets deals. They got easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. They got my favorite thing, which is images of seat views. I do it all the time. I don't go anywhere to any concert unless I look up the seat and see where it is. It's true. It's the only way I'm going. All right. Guarantee y'all the low price guarantee event cancellation protection and even job loss protection. They got your back on this, man. They're not playing. They want you to have a good, good time. So why don't you snag tickets without the stress and do that with game time. Download that game time app, create an account, which I did and use the code CHGO. 
and get yourself $20 off of your first purchase. That's right, $20 off. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem that code, C-A-G-O, $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Because my pack, what time is it? Game Time, who? See that right there? See that? <laughs> Sorry, I'll never, Sarah. I'll never mess it up again. Never again? That's what no, you said. No, I'm liter- literally never again. All right, Sarah. Yeah, it's going to be perfect. Don't make promises you can't keep. I'm just saying, Sarah. I don't. No, this one's going to be kept. Right, fool me it's going to be kept. It's going to be kept. Okay. It's going to be kept. It's going to be held tight. And if not, can't wait till we put it to the test the next me. time. No, I'm, a, I'm just talking to Mama Sarah. That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, today's show also brought to you by our friends at Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of All City and CHGO. We love our Pins and Aces gear. You get tons of compliments on and off the course. It is a beautiful day to play around. Beautiful golf day to play today. some golf. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, Family owned golf and apparel business, Pins and Aces. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and our favorite product. Maybe ever. What's that, man? The Pins and Aces beer sleeve. Oh. The narrow, cooling sleeve mm. that fits right there in your golf bag. Right like there. a golf club. Just right stick there. it there in your golf club, you know, pile. And it keeps seven beers cold. Seven so you can have fresh, cold beer after fresh, cold beer uh-huh. playing your round of 18. Wait, what did you say? Because you said something I'd never heard before. You said six and a... Oh, a sixer and a roadie. And a roadie. That's what it was. Together make seven. Yes. Which like is that. like, I've, I've always wondered, Pins and Aces, like, why, why seven? Uh-huh. Like six, when you're talking about quantities of beers, uh-huh. it's a sixer. Uh-huh. Whether it's cans, bottles, you sell them in six. Correct. 12. Now maybe sometimes 15 or 18. Mm-hmm. And then 24 and a 30 rack. <laughs> yes. If you're going to Costco, you can get a 36 rack nowadays. <laughs> oh my Thank God. you, Costco. <laughs> but seven is such a weird number but it's, it's like yeah sometimes you work your especially if you're playing with a buddy mm-hmm. that's three beers each yeah and then it's like whoever's score is better yeah. when you get down to that last seventh beer they get the roadie whoever's leading gets the roadie oh okay i like how you think maybe that's why they did it that way the longest round of golf you so i would always <laughs> you know cheat on my scorecard to make sure that i got that, that seventh <laughs> and final beer uh Check them out, pinsandaces.com. Use yeah. that promo code CHGO hey. to get yourself a discount on all the great products, mm. including mm. that beer sleeve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk all NBA. Do it! All three NBA teams, all NBA teams were revealed last night before the NBA playoff action tipped off. Yeah. Um, I didn't see any huge shockers here, Dave, but let's yeah. just start with the first team and work our way down. We've got Giannis who finished third in MVP voting, Luka Doncic, Joel Embiid, MVP winner. Shout out. Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Wow. Credit to him. Yeah. Well-deserved. And Jason Tatum. Any issues with who came on that first team? No, I don't I don't have any big issues with it. Uh, I was a – shocked is, is not – is too strong of a word, but I guess a little surprised uh, of Luka being first team. I get it. The numbers are ridiculous. And out of this world, I'm not mad <laughs> about it at all. But I was, I just said, oh, okay, first team for Luca. Oh, okay, yeah, little, even just a little our bit. diehard Mavs fan Sabine was yeah, like, that's true. I honestly can't believe Luca yeah. made first team. <laughs> the way that that Mavs season fell apart, correct, correct. And look, I don't know how much of that you can blame on Luca, who still put up pretty ridiculous numbers this season. So what do you do? Uh, and you know, SGA, it's like the Thunder, what I believe lost in the play in tourney and then their season ended there. So it's, you know, also put up insane numbers on a team that didn't do a whole lot of winning this season, but insane numbers are insane numbers. 
Insane numbers are insane numbers, kids. Never forget that. And and his numbers are quite insane. Yeah. So that's what they did. Uh, shout the, out SGA. The other interesting thing as far as first team guys is concerned, uh, shout out to our uh, friend Keith Smith of Track and a few out. other NBA uh, outlets. He had a column that he put up on Track. Uh, after All-NBA was announced talking about contractual effects that these guys either making or not making All-NBA had. And the biggest one is Tatum, who now with this is eligible for a new Supermax extension on top of his Max rookie extension that he already got. Uh, So he's not eligible for it this summer. He'll be eligible for it in 2024. Yes. But that's Supermax for Tatum. Have you seen this figure? Tell me. 308 million over five years Mm-mm-mm-mm. that's gonna buy deuce a lot of new shoes shout out damn that's amazing congratulations sir Whew. get your money congratulations but i believe brown got some of that love too though. so moving to second team mm-hmm. where we find jalen brown among Jokic, mvp runner-up uh steph curry jimmy buckets yeah. and donovan mitchell <laughs> Brown also became eligible for a Supermax extension by yeah. making this All-NBA second team. Yeah. Five years, 290 Woo! mil. Woo! So you're talking about between those two Ow! contracts of your two wing stars in Boston, nearly $600 million oh. on two five-year contracts, mm. which is why... We it's tonight is the Celtics game Ooh. six right Ooh. winner go home Ooh. if the Celtics Ooh. season ends yeah bowing out in the second round hey man with a mostly healthy roster hey, the year after getting two wins away from an NBA chip and both of those contracts are yeah. looming in the very near future yeah Celtics have some tough questions to answer and then some hard questions brother. You. Some hard Ooh. questions right there. That is a lot of money to be going out in the second round. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was cool when you were younger and just getting there and you know touching the ceiling. It's, that's fine. But when you start putting money on it and increasing that ceiling, you I'm gonna need you to punch through that because I've given you enough money to buy a glove to be able to punch through that damn ceiling. Mm-hmm. You got to do it, man. And the way Tatum played in that last game, ugh, yucko, yucko. So yeah. They've got to they've got to get it together, man. Because that'll be wild if they go out in six. But regardless, shout out to them yeah. for getting it together and getting their money, man. Shout out to them guys for that. Absolutely, indeed. Uh, the other thought I had upon seeing second team is, and it's the same way that I think a lot of people felt about Joel Embiid the past couple of seasons is. What is this dude doing on a second team? <laughs> yeah, this seriously. is this is a two time MVP was in the running all the way through this season to be potentially the first in a long time, third consecutive MVP. Yeah. And he gets stuck on second team because they're still doing this by position. Yeah, it's which over. Which fortunately yeah. is about to end. It's over after this year. Done. And I'm glad but it's going out. We have to deal with it one more time where yeah. you're like, what, 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 yeah. what is Jokic doing here? Yeah, you get one more time of doing that right there <laughs> is what you get why, why this is here. This is crazy because that was my first thought was, where's Jokic? It's like, oh, yeah, they're doing the positions. Oh, well, yeah, they got to get rid of this shit. Because yeah. there's no way you keep a dude who's doing Wilt Chamberlain stuff no. on the second team, dog. Like, no, he's got to be on the first team. So, And in the same way I felt about Embiid. You can't be a center leading the league in scoring and be second. You know, all, you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. make sense. But we saw it with James Harden. He went through that, you know, those years battling with Steph. Right. When he was putting up astronomical numbers. But it was he was going against Steph Curry. And they were like, well, you get second team. 
No, man. Like, you're deserving. You're deserving. So, yeah, Jokic, it won't happen again for him, bro. But Jimmy Butler being on the second team, you know, of course, I got to pick at Jimmy Butler fans a little bit. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I would have put... Will, Will and Mark know. are... Not, neither of them are here to defend their guy right now. Know. It doesn't seem fair. I'm sure they have. I, know, I was surprised, no. too. I was like, really? Jimmy? I was a little like surprised, bro. I was a little surprised at the seventh seed getting the that pick like that. I understand why. I felt like it was one of those uh, legacy, you know what I'm saying, kind of picks. That's what? what it felt like. And Will pointed out to us recently on a recent show that... All of Jimmy's advanced stats, yeah, as far as players affecting winning, very attractive, are elite, very attractive. But they weren't winning right. <laughs> like that. That's why they were seventh. Like they weren't winning like that. But I'm not. I'm not going to push on it too hard because honestly, so, if the, if this was positionless, the Aaron Fox would have been I, right there. You're in my head all the time. That's I was about to say, Dave. I know that you would have liked to see your guy De'Aaron Fox on that second team instead oh. of third team. He's the one award to be the most clutch player in the league. Yeah, they were a number two seed. I'm sure number three seed. Yeah. Like, my guy. Like, yes. In the West. Yeah. I mean, De'Aaron Fox not making second team seems ridiculous. Very ridiculous, dog. Like, you have to put him up here. Like, I don't know if that's going by. I mean, Steph should go for sure. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, I think because he scored 71 more than anything. And I understand that they got fourth. Against you know, uh, OG, I can't remember. Which team was he uh, playing that night? Yeah, Tony Roberts, you <laughs> suck. You suck, Tony Roberts, and I don't like anything about you. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's why he got there. And I, don't, and I don't feel like it wasn't deserving, you know, of him getting a second team. Yeah. I get it. But, man, you got to make room for De'Aaron Fox in some kind of way yeah. on that second team, dog. He was out of his mind playing basketball this season. Literally unstoppable and got an award for being really unstoppable. Yeah. So, yeah, man. But I'm not mad about it. I just like to pick at Jimmy fans is what I do. Of course. That's why we're here. <laughs> there needs to maintain a balance. Yeah, seriously. Between the, the Jimmy stands That's and it. the we've emotionally moved on from Jimmy. Yeah, members of Bulls Nation. Like, Years ago. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Okay. Um, third team, we've got De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. LeBron James. LeBron. Uh-oh. We'll get to that in a second. Uh-oh. Damian Lillard, who put up maybe his best season of his career this Another year, numbers-wise. No dude who dropped 71, man. Dude is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, Julius Randle. Mm. And De'Aaron Fox's teammate, DeMontis Sabonis, okay. in Sacramento. Dave, any and all of your thoughts uh, on this? Julius got on there because of where his team finished. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way I can say I, I was a little surprised about the Randall selection, yeah. too. He got on there because of where his team finished, which I'm, I'm not mad at. Julius Randall, get all the love you, you deserve. Yeah. Dude was balling. And he's been balling since he's been in New York. Yeah. Let me state that. Because I remember when he got there, how people thought it was a mistake that he was going to be in New York. And there's no way he could work with Tibbs. There's no way he could do this and that. All-star, you know what I'm saying, all-NBA. He's the end in the playoffs. It's what he's been doing. So shout-out to uh, Julius Randle for that. Um, no, I wasn't mad at uh, uh, Dame. Wasn't mad at that. Could you put that back up, Sarah? Because I'm trying to remember another name, and, I, and I'm forgetting it. All right, Sabonis. Yeah. Sabonis definitely deserved to be on there as well. I don't, I'm not mad at that either. Again, finish with the three seed. I feel like this is what comes with that. These are the things that comes with winning. You you have to represent winning. Here's the thing that was interesting for me. Two guys in Luka and Damian Lillard are the only two dudes who did not make the playoffs mm-hmm. at all. And nobody on the first team 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, look at him on the front. Outside, outside the Tatum. Nobody's left. You know what I'm saying? No. And, I'm sorry, and Embiid, excuse me. Nobody left. So you got Giannis out of there. Yep. Who's always a fringe MVP player, which is wild. Yep. He's not fringe all-star, fringe MVP all the time. Luca didn't even make it. And and SGA, they was about there because they're OKC. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They were DOA. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that all day. I mean, if you're talking about playoff squads collectively, second team is where it's at. Yeah. Jalen Brown, Jimmy Buckets, yeah. Steph, and Joker. That's the team. That's the squad right there. They can do their thing right there, man. But but shout out to all them guys. Honestly, I'm not I'm not mad. But but you had a moan and groan there, sir, when, when you mentioned one LeBron James in year 20 at the age of 38, right. sir, well, making a third team All NBA. I thought it was impressive. In, in in case you didn't hear his coach Darvin Ham say it, he said, "Well, I think LeBron should be first team All NBA just because of." How old he is. He did say this. It's basically what he said. He did say this. He was talking about how impressive it it is, LeBron longevity Mm career-wise and being as efficient and good and whatever as he is at that age. I was like, dude, they they don't take age into account when they're voting on the best players in the league. (laughs) That's not a thing. (laughs) Shut up, Darvin Ham. (laughs) Um, No, look, I groaned for one simple reason. And some people will groan at my groan because it's about to change. Uh Uh-oh. LeBron played 55 games. Ooh, that's it? 55 games. Okay, I didn't know that. He's old. <laughs> and very soon, there will be a 65-game minimum for people to make these <laughs> season awards. This is true. This is true. I did not know it was only 55. He's 10 games shy of that. Yeah, that's... Okay, I can't. I can't really defend Which that. Which is why I was like, okay, this is clearly just a legacy vote. Yeah. Oh, LeBron is LeBron. Yeah. And look... He scored tw- nearly 29 points a game this season. Awesome. Shot 50% from the field this Amazing. season. Amazing. Great. Um, also averaged 8.3 boards, 6.8 assists. That's sexy. Managed to just barely squeak that Lakers team into the playoffs. And they're doing damage. And now they're very much doing things yeah. in the playoffs. Doing uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But, yeah, to me, it's simple. 55 games? Yeah. I'm sorry. You're not getting a season-long award for 55 games. I can't even argue with that, honestly, because that's a big thing for me is the game, amount of games you've played. And that's why I thought Caruso was deserving more of a first team than the second team mm-hmm. because he actually played. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This season, if he played 55 games, I'd be the first one telling Will that he's a second teamer. Right, yeah. Like, I'd be the first one to tell you. But he played all those games. Like, I can't dismiss that. 55 and you 13, bro? If your team was in the playoff, if your team was like a five or four seed, I might – I'd have an argument. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you had to get in the tournament to get in there. And honestly, you haven't really been on it. You know what I'm saying? They've been kind of been carrying you like that. I, I, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm with you on this one, man. I'm with you on this one. I can't, I can't do it for 55 games. Shout out to him for being on there, but not for 55 games. Uh, before we move on, I did want to get your thoughts on. Lowry. Uh, ja. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my God. Who yes, did, I got thoughts. Who did not make an all-NBA yes, team. Yes, I have thoughts. Uh, on, on that uh, same Keith Smith column I was talking about with the uh, implication contract-wise, oh. uh, I also saw he made note of this. John not making an all-NBA team means his contract, his current contract, cannot and won't increase from 25% of the team's cap to 30% of the team's cap, which it would have done had he made all-NBA. Uh, monetarily speaking, that is the difference between $194 million and $233 um, million. See, Sarah, let me yell at y'all young generation real quick. 
that was just ridiculous. I love John Morant more than anything. And Matt knows this. I do I've know been this. looking for John Morant jerseys for a minute because I love me some John Morant. You were a Murray State fan. Yes, I was. I was a Murray State fan. This is a fact. Oh, my God. I've never watched so much Murray State in my <laughs> life. He is so right. But, my God, I watched this young fella completely play himself out of money. I watched him do that. Like, I saw it with my own two eyes. And I'm like, what? No. No. Because you're trying to be cool? Because we're trying to hang out? Because we're trying to kick it? Because I'm trying to look like the man? I'm trying to live a, a, a rap lifestyle video, which ain't real either. I'm trying to live this lifestyle. And then I have to end up in a rehab where it wasn't really a rehab, but I had to take some time off. He took, a, he took a time out for three he days. He took a time out. Is what happened. He took a time out, dog. My man was brandishing weapons. This is my guy. I mean, that's what, they're young though. That's, the I, thing. that's what like, I just said. I know, Sarah. that's the thing. It's like, it's like, that's just not even shocking at it's, all. It's, yeah. it's, it's not shocking. It's upsetting. It's very upsetting. That's it's very disappointing. It it's upsetting. Yes. But it's like. Those people, when you're that young going into that kind of industry and you're given that much money at once, it's yeah. like there's no one really to guide them. And that's with any industry, too. It's like these kids don't have anyone really guiding them in a healthy way. So it's like, <sighs> what are you, you going to do? Yeah, I wish I could roll with that. And, and, and you got, listen, everything you're saying is right because we have many examples of what you're saying. But with him, he has those people kind of around him. But he's not really listening to those people either. He's doing what he wants to do. That's yeah, part of the problem. Even now. There's now video coming out of him still hanging out, drinking straight out of the bottle. You know what I'm saying? Kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, it's like, did you not just see what just happened? Like, you got in trouble for this, bro. Like, I don't want him to have something happen to him where he has to be completely humbled. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what the road that he's on where he has to be completely humbled until yeah. he gets it. I don't want that to happen. Losing 5% of that money for me is humbling enough. Yeah. I'll be like, you know what? Nope, in the gym, dog. That's too much money. That is too I much start money. crying. Come on. <laughs> that's, that's you know what I'm saying? A big chunk of generational wealth yes. just out the window. Yes, man. Like you setting are setting up, up ge further generations. Family, bro. Like that, all the people that who you're supporting and dependent on, that's who you're doing it for. Jason Tatum's a great example of this. Mm -hmm. Why are you talking about young people with the right people around them? Jason Tatum's mother doesn't allow this man to spend any of his NBA check money. He don't spend none of it. So when he gets this huge contract, he ain't spending none of it. He uses his money where he gets some endorsements. Yeah. And he uses that. And he's on kind of a tight budget. And he said if he has to make anything, a huge purchase, he goes to his mother mm -hmm. to do that. Because he says, I'm trying to set up generational wealth yeah. for the people after me. Right. He understands this and how big and important then, that is, man. Instead of spending your money, let your money make other money for Correct. you. Correct. And this is and everybody ain't like this. Everybody likes to trick off. Sure. I'm sure I would too. Yeah, I do, I've done it. What are you talking about? I've done this. I get it. But my God, you can't trick off to the point where you've tricked yourself out of money. Right. He played himself out of money, dog. Yeah. Out of real straight up money. The NBA tried to make him the face of the NBA. They really they did. They tried yeah. to make him the face. And he said, and, no, I, I don't want to And I it's not drink. like that's gone forever. No, it's I not. I feel like he can still reclaim that. Yeah. Uh, especially as some of the guys of this older generation, LeBron chief among them, do eventually ride off into the sunset. Yeah. Among this younger crop of stars, Ja had had taken the forefront as the most electric, the most entertaining, the one that people were tuning in to watch. Correct, correct. Because a lot of the stuff that he did on basketball he's was amazing. like, 
jaw yeah, jaw dropping stuff. And yeah, he's getting older, so those the way he plays will have to change because yeah. he's very he's like D Rose in that sense of how he goes up very recklessly. But he's also living in that way. Right. And that's what's scary, bro. Like, you can't continue to live that kind of way. Something's going to have to change because, again, bro, I really do love John Morant. And I don't want him to be humbled like that, bro. But I'm riding with Ja because I love Ja. And that's a good dude. It really is. He is really a good dude, man. So, yeah. I just hope he can get that together because you done played yourself out some cash. Uh, I did see somebody uh, earlier in the comments mentioning, you know, Zach Levine question mark. Final note on all NBA. DeMar DeRozan did receive two third team votes. Hey, hey! Zach Levine received one third team vote. Let's go. Neither anywhere close to making all NBA third team. Uh, obviously, DeMar making second team last season. DeMar's numbers and efficiency came down a bit this year. Had these awards been judged from, say, the all-star break on maybe mm-hmm. even mid-December on yeah. Zach Levine would have gotten a lot more votes than he did, yeah. but yeah. it's a season long league. Thus 55 games for LeBron. 55 Get out of here. is Get out of here. wild. Uh, all right, let's take our second <laughs> break. We'll come back, wrap up with a few thoughts on these NBA playoffs. We've got four game sixes. Four game sixes. What a thing. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at FOCO. Okay. Get fitted out in the best sports gear around. First and foremost, we dropped some new merch at CHGO's merch locker today, mm-hmm. including those new North and South Side shirts. Oh, you see those? I did see those. Those are, do- man. Those are dope as hell. Did you tag me? Once in that. you've gotten your newest CHGO merch, head on over to FOCO.com, which has hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. It's spring. It's baseball season, mm-hmm. beautiful days to go to the ballpark. And yes. what do you need at the ballpark? You need Aloha shirts. You need straw hats, polos. Uh, you need bags, tote bags to bring to and from the game. Everything you need for a game this baseball season, you can Correct. get it Correct. at foco.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, they have kindly decorated many items on our set. Yes. So thank them. Uh, thank you to them for that. Uh, check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below. All non-presale items, if you use promo code CHO at checkout, will get 10% off your order. One more mm. time, that's FOCO, F-O-C-O.com, mm-hmm. promo code CHGO for 10% off at checkout. Oh, sounds amazing. Uh, I don't know what Joey's doing today, but baby Joey heard he was off. And baby Joey was like, why ain't he working today? <laughs> And I was like, damn, baby Joe, why you want him like that? He was like, hey, man, somebody got to be getting these diapers together. He's, he's got to be digging into his uncle and make sure he's not slacking. He got to, man. You know, he's like, I need this formula now. Like, it's, come on. He got, can't be tripping on that. And I was like, all right, baby Joe, I hear you, man. I don't want to get you angry. You know how he get when he upset. He was like, all right, he's got, man. He's got a temper. And then right, once he calmed down, he immediately said, they never understood, though. They never understood. They never understood. He never got it. Why? Why in the name of baby Joey are these glasses so expensive? They don't get it. And baby Joey don't understand. But you know who else didn't understand? Shady Rays. They didn't get it. They ain't like it. And they did something about it. They're an independent sunglasses company. Offers that world-class product. It's just as good as any expensive pair you've ever put on your beautiful, sexy face. They got those durable frames. They got those extremely clear optics. They got those premium polarized shades for an affordable price, all for your indoor. And as this awesome human being proves every day, your indoor adventures. And you know he's going to be outdoor because summer pack is in full effect. In like 30 perks, minutes. The perks are on. Going to right? the harbor as soon as the show is over. <laughs> See the excitement on him? He got so excited, he would toss his hat because, oh my God. The glasses are on those hat though. He forgot. Clap, snack. They gone. Oh, no. Blow. But 
No, he's not mad. Right back on his face. How that happened? It's not magic. He sent them broken ones back in the Shady Rays. They sent him a brand new pair. That's right. And now he continues to be awesome. Also, if you don't like the pair that you got, you can send those back too. As long as in within 30 days and they will send you another pair of the one that you really truly want. They got your back, y'all. There's no risk. And I said no risk when you shop. So exclusively for the listeners out there, Shady Rays giving out that best deal of the season. You go to ShadyRays.com, use that promo code, you know it, C-H-G-O. Get yourself 50% off of two plus pairs of premium mm-hmm. polarized mm-hmm. shade. Mm. Drive yourself! The shade rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Shady Rays. What them rays? Uh-oh. So shady <laughs> oh quickly i want to i want to time i want to say this because i saw somebody ask me this in the comments um i, I didn't see his first name mm-hmm. his last name was davis um he asked me about he asked me a wrestling question mm-hmm. and i wanted to answer it okay he asked me about wrestlemania 22 and 23 if i remember them of course i remember them and he wanted to know my favorite matches the Rey mysterio match when he won the title and the triple threat against triple h and i can't remember who else i think it was randy gordon and then WrestleMania 23, which I thought was interesting, because that was Vince McMahon versus Donald Trump. Oh, man. In that WrestleMania. It Wait, was, oh, so they're not named... Like, when you said WrestleMania 22 and 23, I was mm-hmm. thinking 2022 and no, 2023. So I like, took it as 22 and 23. Oh, they're numbered. Yeah, because, see, you know, if he had the the, the apostrophe like, there, I would have been like, oh, okay. he's the year. But so they're numbered but like, like Super numbered. Bowls. Yes, correct. Okay. They're numbered like Super Bowls. Gotcha. And when I said, do you remember? I'm like, well, why would I remember something that just happened? Please tell me that... <laughs> please tell me that Donald got his ass kicked. Donald didn't fight. It was a hair versus hair match. So the loser, whoever wrestler lost, that's Vince or Donald was going to have to shave their head. And so obviously Vince's wrestler lost and Donald Trump shaved Vince McMahon's head. I hate every detail (laughs) of what you just said right now. That's exactly what happened. I hate. It's exactly what happened. Uh, That's exactly. I went. This was, what was that? 2007, 2006 or seven, something like that. So it was around that time people still thought Donald Trump was a, okay. A simpler time. A simpler back time. when that name meant a lot yes, less. when they thought something. But now you're like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I hate all of that. <laughs> Speaking That's of things I hate, heat mix. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Back when that name meant a lot less. A lot less. <laughs> yeah, things I mean, changed. Disgusting. Things changed. Change. Um, but things he hates. Heat mix. The thing, yeah. We both that will never mix. change. Yeah, we, I only have ugh. one thing to say about Heat and Knicks. And then right. I want to spend most of our remaining time talking Warriors-Lakers. Sure. The one thing I want to point out about Game 5 of Heat and Knicks. Okay. Is that Jalen Brunson, shout out to him, 38 points. <laughs> and Quentin Grimes. Oh my God. Both played. 48 minutes. Oh, yeah. Tips. <laughs> he is who he is. You will not change that man. You ain't going to fool me. Tips ain't backing down. Y'all thought he changed, didn't you? You thought he was something different. Mm-mm. All he saw was we could go out and miss one. He playing the entire game. You want to play? You're going to play. He's the only human being I've ever heard say the word play and it not sound fun. Yeah. <laughs> it don't sound fun when Tim say play <laughs> at all, dog. You want to play? You'll play. Like, why are you so gung-ho about this? But thanks for giving us another Game 6. 
Yay. Yay. Precisely. <laughs> okay, nothing about uh, this that series. series will continue on tomorrow night. Uh, Warriors win 121-106 to force game six uh, against the Lakers. Obviously, the thing that people are watching most closely is the status of Anthony Davis, yeah. who left that game after getting hit in the head. Uh, then there were a bunch of different reports and different orders about like, okay, well, he was seen in a wheelchair going through the tunnels yeah, of the yeah. stadium. But then he was later seen walking on his own two feet and yeah. his own power, leaving the stadium later that night. Um, we haven't seen anything definitive about like he has officially entered concussion protocol, yeah. uh, which leads me to believe that he hasn't yeah. and that his status for game six is still indetermined, mm-hmm. but not ruled out yet because we yeah. haven't seen that he's been ruled out yet. Everything sounded bad <laughs> to me. Everything. And I'm not a doctor. I wasn't there, but it all just sounded like a concussion mm-hmm. from the stuff I heard when you can't walk. And you have to be wheeled to the locker room. And they couldn't even take you. They When Chris Hayes, shout out Chris Hayes. Mm-hmm. When Chris Hayes was giving this report, he said that the medical tent and where they do all that stuff is on the other side right. of the yeah. court. They didn't go over there. He said they just took him to a room, you know, because they couldn't make it over because you have to walk across the court. And he could not walk across the court. And they didn't want to obviously put him in a wheelchair yeah. and see him being wheeled across the court like that. So I understand the optics of it, but I found that very weird. Like when you get that kind of thing and you can't walk, bro, something's up, you know? And now then they were like, no, nah, he's good. Yeah. All right. Now just, you know, eh, he shook that off. Like all of it sounds weird. Okay. All that sounds weird to me. If this was happening in the NFL, it'd be a super uproar right now about concussion protocols and yeah. things, man. But yeah, I hope he's doing okay. I hope uh, and doing and okay. I hope he plays in games six and yeah. if there is a seventh, a, a game seven. Seriously. Because it would be insane to see the Warriors come back from 3-1. It would be less insane and less impressive if they did it because Anthony Davis is sitting on the bench. True. True. Um, but look, I mean, the Warriors needed this win to keep their season alive, and they yeah. got it. It wasn't necessarily pretty. Steph did put up, uh, I think, 29, mm-hmm. but he was only 3 of 11 from 3, I believe. Yes, he was. Yes, Clay he was. Thompson, rough night for him. Super rough. Jordan Poole, another rough night for him. Rough. Those two combined to shoot 8 of 26. Yeah, bro. But, man, you know who stepped up? And I don't love throwing him praise all that I often. You don't. I know you don't. Draymond, man. You. Draymond had a game. Yes, he did. And he you know, put out an episode of his pod leading up to game 5. It was like, everything's all on the line. We're leaving it all out there. And then he delivered. He delivered, man. He because he's and I thought he started slow, but I mean he was the one carrying them as it went on. Man. I mean he, he had the nine one. early points. He was. And you're like that's that's more than your points <laughs> per game average, Dre. Because dude, but that's what I mean. Like after that, not I thought he kind of tapered off for right. a little bit because you no, know, the foul started happening and stuff right. like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. No, he he was the reason. And when Draymond's the reason. It's awesome. That team is even just way more awesome is all I'm saying. Like, when you're like, man, Draymond Green is the one who was on it. To say you carry the team that has Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and you're the one we're looking at, damn. You know what I'm saying? That's saying yeah. something right there. Because the last time I've seen him do that was game seven when they lost. Right. When he had like 32 and 16 and eight. Yeah. Like, he lost his mind in that game, but they couldn't get it done. Um, but he was there for his team night, man. And you saw another reason why they continue to hold on to him. He is so Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He really is. But he's got to continue to play like this. 
if they're going to get these next two games, man. So they're going back to L.A., bro. It's, it's going to be frenzy. Back the stars to LA will be out. It's going to be game frenzy. Game six. Um, and, I mean, my goodness, do I want a game seven. Oh, of course do I? I. Do all, I? I, want all, I want all the game sevens. Give me all of um, them. My other uh, takeaway from this game is the hilarious shit that was said afterwards by the Lakers head coach <laughs> and by their third-team All-NBA LeBron James. There you go. Darvin Ham on the Lakers only shooting 15 free throws in game five. Quote, I don't know what's a foul anymore, end quote. Really? Really? Really, Darvin? Word. You know how many warrior, uh, Warriors free throws were attempted last night? Tell me, Matt. 15. Uh-huh. Same number uh-huh. as, the, as the Lakers number. Interesting. Same, same one. It's just mm-hmm. that yours has been coming down from, like, damn near 40 free throws. Yeah. Can I tell you something real quick? Because I know you got a diatribe to go on. Oh, I'll get this out sure, for you. You sure? Free throw attempts when they won for the Lakers, mm-hmm. 86. <laughs> Free throw attempts when they lost, 32. That's just letting you know. 32. They had a game where they shot 37 free throws. Yeah. <laughs> so they they had a game where their attempts were more than their win total. Right. And then their loss total combined. 86. That's drink that up. Wow. <laughs> um Go ahead. and so I'm Darvin good. said in game. Uh, doing it as like a sideline interview between quarters, you know, like we're not a flopping team. I don't, we don't teach being a flopping team in response to something that Steve Kerr had said yeah. about like, Oh, credit the Lakers. They did a good job of selling some of those fouls. Uh, love you forever, Stevie. Um, <laughs> and then on top of that, after the game, after Darvin Ham said, we don't teach being a flopping team. LeBron James said, quote, there's actually never been any teams that I've played in my 20 years where we've been a flopping team. LeBron James said those words. I think of the words of the great Cat Williams. Do you know we can see you? We can see you. We can see you. (laughs) Dude, we can see you. There are countless montages on YouTube. Clip after clip after clip after clip. Just go to your search bar on YouTube. LeBron flop compilation. Just type that out. When's the last time you typed that out? See what comes up? Everything. Everything comes up. Are you kidding me, dude? Are you kidding me? Are you so that confident in yourself that you can just lie straight through those pearly white teeth of yours and pretend people think you're telling the truth? He's old. Anything resembling the truth? Well, yeah, he's old. That's why he should have been first team All-NBA this year, Sarah. What are you talking about, you ridiculous, ridiculous moron? You're a liar. You're a liar, and I hate you, and I have always hated you, and I will always hate you. You liar. You lie. Ridiculous. Never been on a flopping team in my life. Dude. I've been a flopping flopper myself. I'm the president of the, <laughs> the, the flopping fraternity of Floptum. But the team. Dude, do you understand? What? They put flopping in video games. I don't because even have to throw. Days. They put... Karen, could you grab that half? It's okay. <laughs> oh, Lawrence on it. <laughs> Lawrence, Thank there you, it Lawrence. is. There it is. The man, they put flopping in video games because of LeBron James. Just that, so he can do that. That man paid fines for <laughs> flopping. When the league was like, hey, we caught you on tape flopping. Yep. Here's a fine. Yeah, literally pay fines. This happened. Man. Yeah, but as Sarah says, <laughs> he forgets things. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, he's just an old man now. <laughs> he forgets things. He was flopping when he, he was a young man, too. Yeah, he was flopping as a young man. Thus, the volume of evidence that exists on videotape. 
It's been funny reading Twitter since he said that because everybody just went straight in the videos just putting out their favorite LeBron flops. I love like, the internet. Yeah, people are so smart. They're very, very intelligent people like, on there. You can't, you can't hide. You can't. There's just no hiding. You can't. You can't hide from the truth, man. The light is shining, and it was absolutely hilarious. I, I laughed very, very hard watching that because, come on, bro. Like, come on. Come on, man. Like, you know I want to defend you. You're LeBron. You're great, but you can't say stuff like He's that. He's even caught on camera winking and smiling and laughing after successfully baiting the refs with a flop. That was against D. Rose. I remember it yes. well. I remember it well. Yes, he did. <laughs> and there's the blood boil. <laughs> Time to pour the macaroni in. Oh, my God. Oh, that made me so mad. All right. Uh, let's go. Let's get out. Let's get out of here. Uh, thank you, everybody, sun. for watching. Hit your uh, thumbs up button on the way out if you haven't already. Make sure you subscribe to CHO Sports Channel on the YouTube. Uh, have a wonderful weekend, yes. too. Uh, this is it for us for the rest of the week. Will and Mark, as I previously mentioned, will have an HQ episode for y'all tomorrow afternoon. Just mm. keep an eye out for that. Also, uh, Will has a new mailbag up yes. on allchgo.com. Check that out. Give it a read. Some great questions. And, read of course... It. Brilliant answers. No, I hate that. It's called Gottlieb's Mailbag and not something. There were so many better options but it, but that Joey so got him. out of ChatGPT. But, but it's, it's so him. Yeah. It's so him. We could have just called it Perfectly Quaffed. <laughs> we could have done, but it's so him. It fits yeah. him. It fits him, though. Um, also, speaking of stuff up on the site, tomorrow morning, I'll be dropping a fresh pecking order for y'all. I haven't written ah, anything in a while. Pecking order! Uh, I wrote something about the Bears' good draft vibes. Bears. And then the Blackhawks' great draft vibes. Hawks. And the fact that the NBA lottery is right around the corner. False. Uh, so check out Will's column, uh, Mailbag. Check out my column tomorrow morning. Watch HQ tomorrow morning. And, uh, and we'll talk to y'all on Monday. Thank you to Sarah for producing. Wonderful as always. Yeah. Big Dave. Bow. BWL Sports. Bulls underscore Peck. See you. Right, be good. He's what, Sarah?